his reasoning for me not having an answer was that I was going to stay at this girl's hotel. Mm. So he decides to offer me a thousand dollars not to see her. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. This is where we leave roommate territory. And I took for good. What? Hey, and thanks for coming back to Please Don't Tell Anyone. I'm Molly Clark, your host, and this is the podcast where you hear unexpected stories by ordinary people. I go in blind to all my interviews, only going off of the submission that was written in by the guests so that I can hear the story firsthand, just like you. I just want to preface this episode by saying that we use the term sugar daddy uh, to refer to the male figure that Ari's speaking about. This is the term that, in telling the story, Ari used to best represent his experience, Um, but I want to acknowledge that there are multiple definitions for that term, and it is not one-size-fits-all. Please don't tell anyone, I said, please don't tell anyone, don't tell anyone, I said, please don't tell anyone, please don't tell anyone, don't tell anyone, I said, please don't tell anyone, I said, please don't tell anyone, don't tell anyone, Ari. I'm sitting down with Ari. I met Ari yesterday, so he's kind of an exception to the rule because I have met him before. Yes. And I I first witnessed you at the Mad Realities after party. Yes. When you asked a killer question. and I I was like, who the hell asked that? That was great. Thank you. But I really only know two things about him. One, he has a very unconventional... um, upbringing in that he dropped out of school in eighth grade and I don't know honestly a lot of that story but that story is on a different podcast and on his own podcast which I'll let him plug right now the name of things you don't need to know which is up for a webby now (laughs) so go vote on us please you have until April 21st but the story that Ari is here to tell is he glimpsed over it yesterday that he is a straight man who at one point had a sugar daddy and um, obviously, I needed to know every detail of that. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. You want an original, and I'm going to give you an original. Well, I'd like to start by clarifying that I wouldn't really call it a sugar daddy because I wasn't like on payroll. Okay. Uh, I would call it more of like... Is that what a sugar... How do you define a sugar I would, daddy? Yeah. I would say a sugar daddy is like someone that is... I mean, of course, this is very broad, but in my head, it's someone that's like, you're given a set... It's like established, okay. you know. This was not really established. This was like he would buy me something here. He'd take me to dinner here, you know, like uh, he'd do something else there. And it just be like, you know, he'd give me something. And Do you think in his mind yeah. he was a sugar daddy? No, not at all. I've talked to him about this. Okay. And he's very much like, no, like that's not what it was. I just, you know, you were young and you were, well, I guess, I wasn't really struggling, but like he wanted to help me out. Okay. You have, you remain to have a good relationship with this man? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How long ago was this? This was about four years ago. Because the other thing I'll say is like when you have a crush on someone mm-hmm. or you're starting to date someone, you do, it's not rare to want to shower them with yeah. gifts and things. And then we get into a gray space. Like that's not a mm-hmm. sugar daddy. You know what I mean? But because you're a straight guy and this person knew you were a straight guy, is he straight? No. Okay. No. So he had some romantic interest yes. in you? Yes. But it was it was interesting because he would very much cover that up at, for the first two years that I knew him. Um, so take us back to yeah. day one. How do we meet this guy? So day one, I met him because I hosted a YouTube. Uh, well, I, I have a YouTube channel. Do you want to plug that or no? It's Ari Kagan. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and basically, 
he had watched my videos and he was, I would see him comment every now and then uh, to the point where I noticed that it was him commenting again. Not a lot, but like, you know, we're not that popular. You tend to see the people that like comment twice. Yeah. So one day I was like selling a pair of shoes that I had. I, you know, I used to resell sneakers and he was like, Hey, uh, I'll buy them. And I was like, okay. Did he have sub- subscribers or a following? Or... No, he was just He some was just guy. a dude. He was just a dude. Did he have a profile picture? He did, yeah. Did it look creepy? I mean, my first thought is a creepy person. Is he a creepy um, person or not? Looking. No, okay. no. He's, he, he was actually, I don't know, he, he was in the armed forces. Oh, okay. So, so he, he's yeah. built? I mean, he's he's not a big guy, but he's like he's a strong dude, and okay. he's like he you know he's he looks the part of someone that spent a number of years in the armed forces. Yeah. Okay. So he starts commenting. Yeah, and eventually he bought a pair of sneakers from me, and I was like, "Oh, you live in the city? I'll drop them off." And so we met up. I gave him the shoes. He paid me the cash, and then he was like, "So four years ago, you were seventeen yeah. or 18? I was seventeen. Okay. Yes. That's an interesting I just one. turned 21. I know, I know. but Well, I don't know that you just turned yeah. 21, but it's... I'm interested if the 17 versus 18, like... Made a difference. Made a difference, yeah. Hmm. But we can unpack that later. I think the things that I learned when I was 17 did, mm-hmm. but I don't think it would have changed anything. Okay. I'm very much like, if something seems like an adventure, I'm going to do it. Because like, but do you think he could have gotten in trouble for this oh. because you were seventeen, or is we're in such a gray space of it not being sexual? Yeah, I, I it's definitely gray, gray space. Yeah, and he didn't admit his feelings. You're saying for two years after that, so we're he, looking more eighteen, nineteen. He didn't for like four years. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, um. Okay, so you go to drop off the sneakers. I drop off the sneakers. He's like, "Do you want to get lunch? Like, I'd like to talk to you about YouTube and and how you're." Like, what you got coming next and all sorts of stuff like that. Were you kind of like, what? Like, um, if some, like, if my Postmates dropped off food, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, I don't want to go get lunch with you. You know, that's a good point. I always gloss over this part of the story. Okay. Uh, I talked to him online a few times, and uh, I was like, oh, you know, like, this guy's a subscriber. I'm, I'd like to meet him. And, and Like, he's kind of a fan. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I always like to ask my fans what kind of stuff they like. Not that I pay any attention to it mm-hmm. um but it's just like it's good to know like what people like about what you do because mm-hmm. at the end of the day like if people really hate a segment i'm gonna cut it out yeah you're you're building so, your brand and your content towards what your audience likes more or less i mean definitely i've been the kind of person probably to my own detriment who just like does whatever i want mm-hmm. and um sometimes it does great most of the time it fails miserably. Really? I feel yeah. like though you're a stable, I mean, we're not going in depth into a different story that you've already told mm-hmm. on other podcasts, but just to gloss over this so people know the background, you did drop out of school. I in dropped grade, out of school in grade. And that's a big thing that a lot of people don't do. Yes. But it's been discussed on another podcast, so we're not going into it. Yes. It's been discussed on my podcast, Things You Don't Need to Know. Yes, which you should all go listen to right now. Pause mine and go over there. Um, but yeah, that doesn't, you don't seem like a failure to me as someone who well, thank you. has a trajectory like that and now is successful. I mean, that seems like a success story. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Like I met you in the context Definitely. of working for like a company that has a ton of backing and excitement yes. around it. So that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I just, you know, I've taken a lot of risks, I suppose. And some of them haven't worked. Some of them haven't worked, and some of them have. But the sugar daddy seems to have worked. (laughs) Okay, so he, you're, you go to drop off the shoes. He Mm -hmm. says, let's grab lunch. He says, let's grab lunch. There is some background here of you guys have communicated online, but it's just been friendly uh, fan banter. Mm -hmm. And so you go to lunch with him. Yeah, I go to lunch with him, and I'm like, this guy seems just like a normal dude. Like, Mm -hmm. this is nice. Nice lunch. He pays for the lunch. Okay. And do you uh, offer to pay or? Yeah, I did, and he was like, "No, no, no! Like, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Like, don't worry about it. I'm like, it's an yeah, honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was like, "All right, like, thank you." Mm-hmm. And I want to say about a month later, I was in the city again, and he was like, "Hey, like, do you want to grab lunch again?" At this point, does he have your number? No, I think this is on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, and. You know, this happens, I want to say, like, a couple more times. And then um, one day we're all in the city, and he's, like, somewhere in the city, and he's, like, what are you doing? And I'm, like, I'm just roaming around with some friends tonight. Uh, Why don't you come join us? Do you know that he's gay at this point? No. Okay. No. You just, Uh, still you're thinking this is a big fan. I'm just, like, oh, here's this guy that, like, you know, helps me out with videos and, like, nice dude. Um, and we go to the Oculus never World Trade it. Center oh, shopping yes, yes, mall. Yes. And I can't believe I just had never heard of it. I just didn't know it had a name. It just yeah, like it does a have a name. It's a cool place. It's so cool. I'm not I've a big fan there. of those kind of malls, though. Anyway, so we're just standing in there. It was me and my friend Zach and him, and I'm like taking a photo of this incredible architecture, and he's like, "Drop your phone off the edge." And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, I need my phone to do all of my work. And he's like, no, like, just do it. And I'm like, I can't. And he's like, no, if you do Wait, it. Wait, where are you standing here? We're standing on the balcony. Okay, so you're looking at, like, out over the of whole place. You're on, and yeah. then there are more stores below you. Correct. You're inside. Correct. Okay. Uh, so he's like, if you drop it, I'll buy you a new phone. So I was like, you're not going to do that. That's ludicrous. Why? And he's like, no, no, I will. And I was like... Fine, but I'm not going to drop it because, like, I don't want it to, like, damage the floor or potentially kill someone that we don't see. Mm-hmm. It's quite the drop. Yeah. Um. So I was like, why don't you can have it after you can do whatever you want with it. Uh, you can, like, smash it or throw it or whatever you want to do. So he's like, okay. So we get in the subway and we go up Wait, to... Yeah. That you make a deal that you're not going to drop your phone, but Correct. you can just have your phone. Yeah. Why does he want your phone versus buying a new phone or any other way of getting a phone? I don't know. You objectively think that's weird. I did, right? yeah. Like, that's a strange yeah, thing. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And it was very strange at the moment. I was like, should I be doing this? How much was he offering you? It was like $1,000. Okay. And well, I that's had... the cost of a phone, though. Yeah. Oh, so you were going to get a free phone. I was going to get a new phone. $1,000. Oh, no, he wasn't paying me any money. He was just going to get me a new phone. But the phone was $1,000. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's something in him that just wants this, like, thrill or. He's like, yeah. Thing. Yeah. And he's like, I'm like, I'm like, you don't want to do this. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, we have to do it now. And I'm like, okay. I won't complain. Would you do that now? Like, would you do that today? Yeah. The same type of thing? 
Why not? Because this is like your personality of t- doing the adventure. Yeah, I I mean, I think unfortunately I've gotten less adventurous as the years have gone on, but I think it's mostly just because of work. But I guess I'm curious, like, what's an adventure about that? I understand if someone's like, let's yeah. go to Six Flags, or like, yeah. do you want to go skydiving today? But just giving someone your phone just seems like an inconvenience. You have to re-download your shit from the cloud. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? There's a difference You're right. here. Uh, yeah. I think it you was don't just... Have a I don't have any justification for it. But it was just like something that he was really set on doing. Okay. And in the moment, I was kind of like, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Like, this is a little weird. So, anyway, we go to the Apple Store, Fifth Ave. It was like the day after the new phone came out. You're shitting me. This guy cares this much about this to wait in line? Yeah. To just have your phone? Not my phone. He's going to smash my phone. And we ultimately decide we're going to give this phone to my friend who doesn't have an iPhone so that he we, we don't have those stupid green text bubbles anymore. So then you were going to buy yourself a new phone yourself? He was going to buy me a phone and I was going to give my old phone to our friend. The one that was smashed. The one that was going to be soon smashed, yes. Why would your friend want a smashed phone? Well, we took out the smashed part of it. We're like, let's not smash it. Let's give it to someone that actually needs a new phone. Got it. So this guy, at the end of the day, isn't even going to take your phone. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now we're just doing like charity, a charitable thing. Yeah. We're going to give someone who doesn't have an iPhone an iPhone. Yeah. And you and your new friend are going to go buy yourself a new iPhone. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And as retelling the story, it does occur to me <laughs> that it is rather strange and rather uh, <laughs> obvious what's going on. But in the in the moment, I was just like, this is, this is wild. <laughs> so what a ride. Wait, but... The thing is, this is wild. Like, the rest of your life and adventures Mm -hmm. do seem wild. This doesn't seem that wild. It just seems weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah. To me, it's one of the stranger things because, like, nobody buys me things. Really? Ever. Did you grow up wealthy? No. Okay. I mean, we grew up, like, well off enough Mm -hmm. to have food always. But, like, anytime I wanted anything, it was like, you got to pay for it yourself. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So... Uh, you get the iPhone. Do you give it to yes. your friend that day? I do, yeah. And? Well, technically the next day, but it was already past midnight at that right. point. Right, and you yeah. get your new fr- phone from Homeboy. Yeah. And then what happens? Uh, well, then, basically, and I think it's something that we should remember here is that the whole time I'm like, I don't want to accept these gifts. And he's like, no, 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 I don't want anything. Like, just take it. And I'm like, sure, like, okay. Um, but it's a new phone, so like, mm-hmm. why not? At this point, were you struggling financially? Like, was there any... I wasn't struggling financially, but there was no way I would buy a new phone. Because we use the term to start, like, sugar daddy, yeah. you know, half-jokingly. But usually someone who gets a sugar daddy is someone who wants to make more money, mm-hmm. like, hustling in that way. Yeah. So what happens after the Apple incident? <laughs> Well, I get this new phone, and I have to say, I had an iPhone 7, mm-hmm. and it was the iPhone 10. Mm-hmm. What an upgrade. Huge. Huge upgrade. Massive great screen. Phone. Yeah. Three cameras, I think. Uh, two. I think it was just... Yeah, no, it was two. Yeah, okay. it was two. Yeah, you're, you're living the life now. Yeah, I was living the dream. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, we kind of just like... I want to say we met up a few more times. I actually went out to California for a month. Wait, no, this is what happened. Okay. So that was September 
15th or 12th. I can't remember which one was one of the two. I went to California on September 27th okay. to live with this other guy who turned out to be a pathological liar. <laughs> this is a, this is the really, it's like two stories in tandem that are just like, I, That's wild. fine. I want to hear them both. They're going to connect. Um, so I got to live with this guy. And you go out because you just want to live in California? Was there a reason? I go out. This guy was also a YouTube subscriber. Mm-hmm. We'd become quite close just like Online. talking on the phone. We met up a few times in like, Vegas and Chicago and like took a couple trips together and like seemed like a cool dude so he's like two straight dudes yeah. networking on YouTube yeah okay yeah I just don't well know that here's world. the thing here's the thing so like objectively it's there's sad. more to that yeah was he gay too I never found out <laughs> but like there were he was there was nothing to suggest that he was okay. and he would always be like like you would be like you know. Did anyone see Trey Young last night in the game? And he'd be like, gay? Who's gay? I'm not gay. And you'd be like, okay. okay. Yeah, usually people say they're like yeah. not gay so defensively. Yeah. Maybe there's something going on there. So I go to San Francisco for like a month. I find out that he's a pathological liar. And I text him and I'm like, this is the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. Like this, You text the sugar daddy? Yeah, I'm like, this dude is full of shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, tell me more. Because at this point you're like actually friends with... Yeah. Sugar Daddy. Oh, I should probably mention that the Sugar Daddy was 28. Okay. And um, at this time, 17. you're 17. That's not too out of the ordinary, though, because, like, all of my friends are older than me. Uh-huh. Like, literally all of them. It was just normal. Like, yeah. My parents were like, No, yeah, I get that. It's him. just if we get into a payment or a sexual territory, being 17 is different. Yes. Yeah. But we're yeah. not there yet. No, we're not. So, you text Sugar Daddy and you say... Yeah, crazy story. I'm living with a pathological liar. And what happens? Sugar Daddy's like, this is so crazy. He's like, that's a wild story. Like, what do you think you're going to do next? And I'm like, you know, I don't know. I might just move back home. I might, like, get a place in the city. I might see how I can do and, like, maybe make a little more money. And uh, he's like, I have an extra room. He's like, come live in my other room. I'll charge you 500 bucks a month. I was like, I can afford that? I'm like, okay, let's do it. He's like, we'll make YouTube videos, we'll, we'll do a vlog, we'll like make it a... Did he have a following at this point? No, but he was going to marketing school. Okay. So he probably wanted to like test out his, his skills. And um, I move in a couple at months At this later. point, you yeah. see his apartment. Yeah. And is it? does he have money? Uh, by, by normal standards, I would say that yes, his family owned the building. It was like a five apartment building. It wasn't a Got particularly it. nice building. But it was still a building in New York City. Yeah, of course. And those are expensive. Yeah. So, you know, like, he's he's doing well for himself. He he was on uh, the government's military payment plan, which I actually, I think he's net positive on me. He made money off of you? Yeah. How? When I first met him, he was like, I'm up for renewal on my service member plan. And, like, knowing him and knowing all the things that he'd been through and kind of the way he thought about life, I was like, you have to take the money. Like, you can't just... He was like, no, I don't want to. Like, I don't think it's right. And I was like, dude, like, you went... You went into the war. And you... You so come back serve. with some very serious uh, side effects of war. So, like, you should just take it. Because... Mm-hmm. He was complaining about a lot of the people that he served with. They were taking it, mm-hmm. and they were using his stories. 
And um, I was like, you just have to do it. I don't think he would have if not for me. So he's clearly like... Yeah, I see what you're saying. He's gotten a big payday from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You move in with him. I move in with him and everything's fine and like it's cool and making YouTube videos. At this point, do you know he's gay? No. Okay. And he's he, not like, he I'm going to go on a date tonight or like, let's talk about girls or... He would always... I mean, I don't know, like, I don't really talk about my personal sexual life. encounters and my personal life much. Mm-hmm. Especially not then, because I was, like, 17. Yeah. So, like, what was there to talk about? Totally, but I think an older man does. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it just never comes up, but I'm also not a he man, would, so I don't know. He would talk about it here and there, but, like, never anything, like, super specific. No gender specific. Yeah. Like, I went on this date the other night. He it was would crazy. change gender stuff sometimes, which was interesting. In who he was dating or in himself? In who he was dating. Like, he okay. would say, like, he would say that he went out with a woman when mm. in reality he went out with a man. Oh, and that's And I didn't find that out until, like, a couple years later. Which, there was a reason for him doing that. Yeah. Okay. Because he didn't want me to think that this was what it was. He just wanted me to think that I was, that he was some guy who was helping me out with my yeah. YouTube videos. So where do we go from here? How do we go from there to... A place um, where you feel that he's your sugar daddy slash finding out that he has sexual feelings for you. Yeah. So I moved in with him like late November. And in early December, he's like, we're looking at things that we've wanted to do, like bucket list items. Because like, why not? And we decide that we want to go to Europe. Mm-hmm. We want to go on this epic European adventure. Two bros take Europe. Yeah. And make, make a bunch of sick videos. And yeah. Like, you know, Leaning Tower of Pisa and all, mm-hmm. the, all the European things. That That's where the best videos are, the of Leaning course, Tower of yeah. Pisa. So we decided we wanted to go on this trip. And I'm like, this is so exciting. We have all these things planned. I paid for, like, my flight. Mm-hmm. And he paid for his flight and all the hotels. Was that established ahead of time? He was like, don't worry about it, man. I'm going to come to the hotel. Well, I was like, I can't pay for this. And he's like, just get out there and pay for all your stuff that... You go around, and, and I'll cover the hotel because I'm staying there anyway. Got it. For, this like, sounds okay. like for him, the companionship was more yeah um, important than the yeah, money. Definitely. Like, why this feels different to me yeah. is that he was hiding that he was That's gay, where and it feels different yeah. to me, too. Because, like, I think there was a large part of it where he was, like, he had way too much money, way more than he knew what to do with. He didn't really have any friends, and he was, like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, and... Basically, we booked this trip to Europe, and things are happening. We're making YouTube videos. Like, at one point, he's like, "You know, the videos don't look good. It's good. They don't look as good as the other YouTubers." I'm like, "Well, we just don't have. We needed a different lens, essentially." Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Well, I'll get the lens," and I'm like, "The lens is eighteen hundred bucks," and he's like, "So," and I'm like, "Well, we'll just we'll wait until we make more money off YouTube and then we'll." lens like the lens we have now is fine it looks at good. this point is he our youtube partner i guess so was that weird for you because you've established yourself individually yeah i mean he was the cameraman he was Got like it. he was the guy behind the scenes he never had any creative control over anything but had like, there been a discussion about like if these blow up if we start really making money off these like you're gonna get this cut or no because money was never a thing for him money was never a thing for him okay like even to this day he just doesn't care I feel like I'm telling you this very slowly. <laughs> it's okay. This I'll, next part is I'll like, cut it up. A lot happens in this next part, okay, so I'm ready. hang on. Anyway, so Christmas break happens. Like I go back to see my family. Like, so wait, does he buy the lens? He buys me this lens, and he's based. I'm like, I don't want the lens, and he's like, 
No, you have to take it. Like, it's a gift. If you get given a gift, you don't say no to the gift. So I'm like, okay, like, fine. I, I will take this great new lens. Yeah. So uh, we put the lens on the camera, and it looks fucking great. Yeah. He was right. Like, twice as good of a quality. Took it to the next level instantly. The videos looked amazing. And we are very excited, and we're making all these vlogs, which you can watch. Mm-hmm. And the week that we're going to Europe is coming up. And there was this girl that I was talking to who comes to New York City from Mm -hmm. out of town. And this was a Thursday. Mm -hmm. And she gets in town and we like, we go out to dinner and he knew that I was doing this. And I get back and he's like, how was it? And this was kind of where everything started to change. You know, it's going to be a good story too when someone knows the day of the week that something happened on, you know, because you really only remember specific details if something's juicy. Yeah. So let's juice this. And this was peach. I've told this story many times, and I feel like I never really tell it properly. So I'm gonna tell try it properly. So I come home that Thursday night, and we're just talking. Like he's asleep, but he gets up, and he's just like suddenly has phew, a million times more energy, and he's just like, you know, how was it? What was it? On and on and on. And he always because was kind of like very. He had a very strange, more than strange, very negative view of women in general. Like, what were some of the comments about women? Oh, God. Because um, I think that will paint the picture better. It will. He would always say that women only wanted me for my sperm. And that they would take my sperm and then, and then make money off me in the future. And I was like, what money? And he's like, you're gonna, one day you're going to be rich and you're going to regret it. And I'm like, in what world? Like, when does this happen? I, my perspective on this is he was probably trying to be derogatory towards women so that you started, like, he was trying to groom you. That was much better said than I said it. That he was trying to grant. By the way, yeah. uh, listeners, we have someone laying on the floor, and it is um, our friend Sarah, and she just said that it sounds like this guy was trying to grim you, which is exactly... It's exactly what all my friends said. Okay, go with more comments that he said about women. Um, the sperm thing is great. The sperm Love thing that. is incredible. That was the one that always stuck out because it was the funniest. Mm-hmm. I feel like I tried... And this is after a date that you were like yeah. excited to have. Well, the, he warned me about that before the date. Like he women was are like, just watch out, for out they're for your sperms. And I was like, why? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a physical specimen. I'm not, I don't have anything that they would want. That's wild. And also like the yeah. next step to that is like, like if, if we're in living in that world where that's true, yeah. women are just like, I'm a single woman in, you were 17 at the time. Yeah. Who's, how old was she? 18. 18. Yeah. I can't wait to get knocked up right now, have a kid and have this man not in my life. Cause yeah. it sounds like this wasn't about to be set up to be a healthy relationship like what okay continue so i go on this date and he tells me about like how i should be it was almost like someone was warning you about the sirens at sea hmm. like don't get too close mm-hmm. i'm gonna suck you down with them with and at, you. at this point at all do you ask like what's your hey it sounds like you have a really rough history with women like i did ask him and bit? he was basically just like just like i'll tell you someday mm. And that was kind of his answer for everything that he didn't have a solid answer to. Yeah. <laughs> but on the day I come back from talking to him, we're leaving for Europe that Sunday. Mm-hmm. This is Thursday, January 10th, 2019. My birthday is January 12th. Really? Well, we're about to, 2019. We're about to come up on that. Um, that's the most exciting day of this whole thing. So I, you know, I talked to him and he's like, he's like, I have something that I have to tell you on the, uh, to tell you. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Well, I can't tell you until we're on the plane to Europe. Oh, of course. Yeah, I said, this is not going to happen. You're going to tell me now. He was like, it's not that big a deal. Like, don't worry about it. 
And in my head, I'm thinking, like, we talked about getting a place in Manhattan because mm-hmm. he lives in Brooklyn. So he was talking about moving into Manhattan. He was talking about, like, a bunch of other things that maybe he would do. Nothing too serious. Just, like, a couple changes in his life that he might make. So I was like, he's probably just, like, maybe signed a lease or something and doesn't want to tell me until it's done. But why would it be done when you get on the plane? Okay, whatever. He wouldn't tell me. Yeah. It was like an hour of me trying to get it out of him, and I was just like, I'm going to sleep. So the next day, I go to see this woman again, and we have a nice day together. We walk around the city. I come back. She steals your sperm. Oh, yes. It was interesting how it happened, too. So I go back to my my good buddy, and we're with another one of our friends. Mm -hmm. And we're on the subway, and... We run into a guy that was a YouTube subscriber of mine. Oh, who recognized you? Yeah. And he was like, Ari, like, I love your videos. And I was like, thank you. This is my friend Tom. Like, he's the cameraman sometimes. Is his name Tom? Do you want to go back? No, this is my other friend Tom. Okay. (laughs) And Tom hates being on video. Hates it. I'm like, you've never seen him on video, but he's filmed a few of them. The thing was, I didn't didn't mention the other guy. Mm -hmm. I didn't mention his. I didn't mention him, and he'd helped me a lot, and I really should have. Because mm-hmm. he actually did help with my videos. Yeah. But in the moment, I was just, what's the joke? That's how I live most of my life. <laughs> so I get it. I want to go back momentarily to about a week before. Mm-hmm. About a week before, I was supposed to meet him for lunch, this sugar daddy character. Mm-hmm. And I accidentally got on the L train going to Brooklyn and was about 25 minutes late. I told him I was going to be 25 minutes late, but I showed up. 25 minutes late and he was like if you were another five minutes i would have just left and i was like and he's your roommate yeah like objectively that's what this relationship is at this point he's your roommate yeah so your roommate's mad at you yeah Mm -hmm. and he's he's mad at me for those two things so keep those in mind as we go into the next part of the story Uh, can you um touch on the subway incident when you got home that night Mm -hmm. did he bring it up like how do you know he's mad about that? so that that was that night so mm-hmm. now we're skipping back to the 11th of mm-hmm. January. We're on the subway. We get home. He picks up a case of beer and drinks with uh, with Tom. I don't drink, so I did not I don't partake. drink either. Really? really? Sometimes, but it's really not really. There, so he's drunk, and he's just like bullshitting. We watched like John Wick or something. And we're just talking about like life and what's going on. And finally the conversation gets to, so what are you guys doing tomorrow? And I'm like, tomorrow I'm going to go see this girl again because it's her last day here. And then I'm going to go to this uh, football party with our friend Perry Uptown. And Tom was going to that as well. Tom was with us. And I really wanted to see Perry because all of our friends were going to be at this party. And it was just going to be like a nice thing that we planned to go to for a while. And it was like Perry's a huge fan of the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So we were going to go watch the Cowboys together. I don't know. Fuck all about football. Yeah. But I was on, I was on board. Yeah. So You're about to go away. You want to see your friends. I get it. Exactly. Exactly. So he's like, my, my sugar daddy is like, are you going to stay here tomorrow night? And I'm like, I don't know. I might just stay at Perry's house because it's probably going to get really late with the game. And mm-hmm. it's like he lives up and well, he used to. He lives up on the Upper West Side. You're all the way in the middle of Brooklyn. Like, yeah. it's about an hour and a half train ride. If it's 1 a.m., I'm just going to stay there. Yeah. So that was what my justification for not having an answer was. His reasoning for me not having an answer was that I was going to stay at this girl's hotel. Mm. So he decides to offer me $1,000 not mm. to see her. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, this is where we leave roommate territory. And I took good. What? Yeah, I was like, yeah, of course. And he's like, five hundred. And I'm like, whoa, I'm a man of principle. You offered me a thousand. I'm not taking five hundred. Do you bucks. remember how that went down? Like he was like, yeah. I'm not comfortable with you seeing her, or it was no. More he was like... just like it was like a bet. It was like a fun thing for him. It was like, well, what if I gave you a thousand dollars not to see her? And you don't say in that moment, like, what? Hey, why don't you want me to see her? Like, I, why do you care that much? This was just kind of a thing that he would do. Got it. Like, no, I know the make, first. Just the do, first like, example proves things that and the like, Apple thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, I'm just gonna take the money, and I'll see her the next day. Because like, I believe I said that she was leaving Saturday. She actually was leaving Sunday, like midway through the day. I was like, I'll see her Saturday. I'll take her out to some like fancy ass brunch mm-hmm. with your new one K. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Uh, he lowers his price to 500 bucks. And I'm like, no way. At this point, I'm not taking the deal. She's worth at least a K. Exactly. So we go to his kitchen now. And we're in his kitchen and he's, we're just like walking around his house. And he's like, I'm going to tell you what I was going to tell you on the, on the flight. And he says, we can't be friends anymore. And I'm like, okay, why? And he's like, well, you broke two of my... Tenants? Yeah. What are tenants? Rules? I suppose. Maybe I'm using that wrong. <laughs> tenant. Tenant? T-E-N-E-T. Yeah, it's like, it's like core rules. Yeah, okay. I got it. So he has three of them. It's don't lie to me, mm-hmm. don't be late, and respect. Mm-hmm. Roommate rules. Life rules. Mm-hmm. Goes deeper than that. <laughs> so I broke his respect when I didn't thank him on the train. Oh, now he brings up the train. Yeah. I was late mm-hmm. many times. I probably saw him about 30 times. I want to say I was late, like later than five minutes late. Wait, this is what he was going to tell you on the plane? That you couldn't be friends anymore? Yeah. He was going to get on a plane with you to go to Europe and tell you that you couldn't be friends. That's correct. How? Why would he want to go to Europe with you after saying that? I don't know. Do you end up going to Europe? We'll get there. Okay, sorry. So (laughs) he he goes, uh, you know, you broke the time thing. You were late when you were meeting me to get lunch that day. And you were late like five other times. Mm-hmm. I was late. I don't think that there was a time where I didn't tell him that I was going to be late. And then I'd never lied to him, so I was safe there. Yeah. But I'd broken his two other rules, and he and I'd broken them too many times. Mm-hmm. And he could not be friends with me if that was what I was going to do. And I was like, I'm, you know, like, I'm, I'm sorry about this. Like, I, I try not to do it in the future. And he's like... Okay, like, that's all right. Like, we'll get you a hooker in Amsterdam. Oh, good. Yeah, that was his next line. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. It was very interesting how he viewed me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you know, it's throughout my whole life, people have tried to seduce me with, really? like, promise of non-existent women. It's very strange. That's a really it's weird... It's a bizarre... It's like a thing that guys do. They're like, yeah, man, like, we'll get hookers. I'm like, when have I ever asked for a hooker? Yeah, that they think, that, like, that's what... It's bizarre. I remember I had a soccer coach, and he was trying to get me to come back to school to play on the team. Mm-hmm. And he's like, think about all the girls at school. And I'm like, yeah, that okay. If you drop out in eighth grade, it's not going to be the girls that yeah. get you back. They were already there. They were, they were there from the beginning. Yeah. And they live in the town. Yeah. I knew can, all of them. Yeah, you can hit them what, up. What difference did it make? Anyway. It's uh, totally separate. It's very point. strange. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, but I think that that kind of plays into why he thought that maybe I would be into whatever he wanted to do mm-hmm. because I don't really talk about that kind of stuff. I'm not particularly, you know, seduced, mm-hmm. um, seducible, 
Yeah, I suppose. So wait, does he give you the 1K to not see her? So I didn't take it. And he, at this point in the night, he's like, well, we can still be friends. But, like, don't break the rules again. And you can still be my roommate. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, let's go to Europe and we'll figure it out after we get back. Like, and he's like, okay. So we also make an agreement to meet for dinner that next night. This would be Saturday Mm -hmm. the 13th Mm -hmm. or the Saturday the 12th. Happy birthday. Mm, Thank you. It was a great birthday. (laughs) And we were going to catch Mm. his favorite restaurant. The Zara of New York City Eats. Yeah. That is somewhere you'd bring your sugar baby. Yeah. I've been Lucky there since. And I went there a couple couple months ago and I was just like, <laughs> why the fuck did anyone go here? Yeah. Ever. I haven't even been to Catch and I've lived here for seven years. I went to NYU. Yeah. Okay. Catch is objectively delicious. <laughs> I'm going to defend it. I've ordered it a couple times. <laughs> I know. You've gotten it delivered here. Catch steak. Amazing. They have amazing I would food. like to try Catch steak. I, every time I eat it, I'm like, this feels like it was engineered. Like, mm. this does not same feel like, like cow, they're the it. same, right? Yeah. It's like, it's the same kind of like, this is good, but it, like, if it's, it's associated not with good. like clubbing, I don't think they're known for their chef. Yeah. But Catch is known for its food. That's true. And it's like, I actually, I went out with someone from Catch once, and they t- that who worked at Catch, who was one of the, the like ladies at the front mm-hmm. office, and she's like, yeah, like the front office or the sorry, hostess? no, the hostess. <laughs> Those are two very different the hostess, types of not ladies. the front office. No. And uh, she was like, yeah, if there's ever an open table here and they won't let you have it, it's because you're not famous enough. You're not hot enough because mm. there's always open tables yeah. like in the window. Yeah. And I was like, don't know when I'll ever be there again, but thank you. So anyway, you go with him, though. I go with him, though. Well, I'm supposed to go with him, though. Wow. We're not even there we're yet. Not even there yet. OK. I'm like, we'll we're go still to the night before. We're in the night before. This is like 4 a.m. at this point. I'm like, oh, we'll go to catch. I'm going to see. Her in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm going to go see you for your, your birthday dinner at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to go to Perry's Uptown at 7.30 for the football game. Mm-hmm. I have a nice day with her again. Perry uh, is, like, preparing his party and everything's going on there. Meanwhile, I'm at Catch and it's 5.30 and he's never late and he's not there. So Sugar I'm like, daddy. I'm like, where is he? Were you the only one at this birthday dinner? Was it was just... just us, yeah. Oh, how interesting. He was actually hanging out with his friends that day. Mm-hmm. Which kind of plays into it as well. Yeah, but he wanted to spend it with a special someone. Yeah. I look at my Instagram and it's like 545. I'm like, where is he? Like, if he's not here by 630, I have to go because I literally won't make my next Yeah, you got to go uptown. So at like 555, I want to say, like 10 minutes later, I see on Instagram that he's out playing skee-ball. And I'm like... What the fuck? I text him like, hey man, like... If you forgot about the dinner, it's okay. Like, we'll have dinner in Rome for your birthday. No response. Ten minutes later, I see another video of him doing shots at the bar. And I'm like, I call him. I'm like, nope, no answer. But then I get a text message. It's like, hey, sorry about that. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm not going to make it tonight. Let's, I'll see you back at the apartment. So I'm like, okay. Tell the, tell the people at the desk, the front office, that I'm not going to make it. And I go up down and get on the train. Get off the train mm-hmm. to another text. Mm-hmm. And this text says, if it meant so much to you, you would have never made after-dinner plans. I don't even know how to react to that. I didn't either. Because so now I, we're really getting into a territory of, yeah. like, there's an emotional level of... He's holding you accountable in, like, an emotional relationship way you would with a lover. Yeah. What do you respond to that? Well, I, I was like, let's give this a couple minutes. So I run to Perry's house, like literally sprinted. 
Mm-hmm. And I get in and I'm like, guys, what do you think of this? And all my friends are like, that's weird, man. Yeah. That's bizarre. Is anyone like, he has feelings for you? Like, is this They were guy... saying this the whole time. Okay. And I was just like, no, he doesn't say that. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I was like 17. Like, what did I know? Mm-hmm. So he's just like out with his friends. And you can see him on Instagram, like doing all these things. And I don't remember if I responded to that. If I did, it was definitely like an apology or something like mm-hmm. very light. It was yeah. nothing, no, like deeper. I don't think that I did. Because I think we were just like, that's weird. Like, should we go to Europe? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. <laughs> so basically, the game happens. Cowboys game. We have a good time. Yeah. Cowboys game with Barry. Yeah. And at like 10.01, I get a text message. I'm so sorry. I know what I have to do now. That's what the text says. Yeah. Oh, him. wow. Yeah. And That's I'm not like, dramatic at all. I literally saw it come in because I was on my phone when it came in. Mm-hmm. And I went over to my friend and I was like, look, you just texted me. Another text message. Sorry, wrong person. What it like, we're putting a lot of power in his hands of like what to do next and all of these things. Like, are you staying in this friendship because of the housing component? Or like, why are you, what are you getting out of this at this point? Well, at this point, like up to that Thursday... Everything had been very normal. Got it. We're really except, working with like three days. Except for the fact that like he bought me a phone and a camera lens and like... Food time to time. Food every couple days. Mm-hmm. So we're at Perry's house and we're basically like, what do we do? Mm-hmm. Do we go to Europe? Do we not? I would even be thinking, do we go home tonight? Like... That was another thought, yeah. Yeah. So at this point it was like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking about it since 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And we were like, I'm not going to go back tonight. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Because, mm-hmm. like, he would frequently get very drunk and just, like, say random nonsense. Just for the timeline, this is Sunday. When are you supposed to go to Europe? Sunday, that day. This is, like, oh Sunday, my God. 3 a.m. You're supposed morning. to go to Europe that supposed day. To go okay. To Europe. I don't know how I missed that just now. Um, so my friend Chris and I ate a whole thing of bologna, mm-hmm. like sliced bologna. It was mm-hmm. kind of disgusting, but it was also like we hadn't eaten anything. Mm-hmm. So we had a thing of bologna and a thing of cheese. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it and we were like, depending on how he is tomorrow, I'm not going to go. Yeah. So I end up seeing this girl in the morning again. Oh, she stays. I well, she, she's, was leaving she leaves Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. I talked to her and her friend about it and they're like, yeah, maybe don't go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, as the hours go by and I still don't hear anything from him, I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. So I changed every flight and reservation to his name. Originally, they were in my name. And I changed everything to his name. I even changed my other flight to his name because I was like, who knows, maybe he can get someone else to That's go. That's what I was thinking, yeah. So I was like, I'm losing here, but like, am I? Mm-hmm. Uh, Emotionally yeah. winning by not going. So, change all these flights. Still don't hear anything from him all day. Mm-hmm. She goes home. I call Tom and Chris. I'm like, guys, what do we do? And they're like, so we'll go pick up your stuff from this apartment. So we all go and we pick it up. And Oh, like to move out? Yeah. Oh, like we, we're making full life changes in this one day. Yeah. Understandably, for yeah. the record, but. So I go in and he's like, he's like, what are we doing? I'm like, I got to pack my bag. Pack my bag. Takes me like 20 minutes because I have to stuff everything that I ever have into this tiny little carry-on suitcase. Finally come out. He's like, when are we leaving? And what 
in a moment Tom would later describe as the least smooth moment he has ever witnessed in his entire life, I said, name? I'm not going. And what sugar daddy say? He was pissed off. He was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I'm, I'm not. Like, I just can't with this happening. And like, all Did you at, at any point say the phrase is like, I'm uncomfortable with what's going on. I'm confused. I'm yeah. like, is he like, what? Yeah, he's basically like, well, we'll work it out. Yeah. Well, we went through all of this. This was like 20 minutes of conversation. Mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable with it. He's like, he's like, if you're uncomfortable in Europe, like you can go home. That's okay. I'm like, I'm uncomfortable now. Yeah. I don't want to go. And he's like, no, no, like, it's okay. I'm like, dude, like the last three days have been a very strange turn and I don't want to have to be a thousand miles from home mm-hmm. or 3000 miles. Yeah. From it's home. even weirder that he was planning on telling you that once you guys were gone. Almost yeah. like trap you in that. Yeah. Okay. And he tried to say that his friends that Saturday were the ones that told him to say all those things and to skip dinner and to not be friends with me. And like they'd been pushing for that to happen. And I was like, I just can't deal with this. Like it's it's too much. It's too weird. And and then I left. But right before I left. He goes, I'll, I guess I'll take the flights. Yeah, I'll go. So I'm like, okay. We went to dinner. We're like, that was a wild adventure. Yeah. And he's like, I need all the flights now. Like, I need every- Wait, you and him go to dinner? No, no. Or you and your buddies go to dinner? Go to dinner buddies, and you get yeah. a text. I need and all the flights. We get a text from him. I need all the flights now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I already changed the first one mm-hmm. to your name, and I sent it. I'll send you the rest when I get back from dinner. He's like, mm-hmm. no, I need it right now. Fair enough. I spend the whole dinner changing all the remaining flights and everything to his name. Mm-hmm. Send him all the messages. He has everything. He's good to go. It's like his trip now. He can mm-hmm. even bring someone else mm-hmm. if he changes the flight like before it leaves. I go back. I stayed at Perry's again that night. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go home to Upstate. And the next morning I wake up and I see his Instagram story. And I'm like, that's Spain. Holy shit. It's like the sky. I'm like, it's beautiful. <laughs> you know? I'm like, wow. He went. And the camera starts to pan down. And I see a power line. Oh, no. And it's a brownstone. And I'm like, that's fucking Bushwick. Like, that's not Spain. He didn't go. And he made you change all the flights? Yeah. As, like, a fuck you, you think? I don't know. You never asked him? I'll never find out. But where I'm confused is you're on good terms with this guy today. I mean, we're not there yet, but, like, yeah. I don't understand how we could possibly get there. Yeah, so that was 2019. Mm-hmm. A whole year goes by. You don't talk. We don't talk. Every now and then he'll message me, like, you're not doing anything with your life. Like, what? You're not, you're not moving forward. Like, you need to keep progressing. You need to keep doing things. Oh and my this God. whole time, like, How from, do you his, react to from that? his perspective, he was right. I end up blocking him because he just would send me so many messages. Well, what, did you reply to those? Occasionally. But most of the time, I was just like, it's at an hour where he's obviously drunk. Mm-hmm. He's obviously sending a message that's just, like, baseless. Okay. So I blocked him. I was like, I just can't handle this. And all of my friends were like, yeah, obviously, like, he's just, he's grooming you. Mm-hmm. And everyone around me was saying that. But I don't really fully believe that. To this day? Still, yeah. Really? Yeah. And I think that they're right to a certain extent. I think that he definitely was interested in more Mm -hmm. from the relationship. But I don't think that he was really only looking for that. I think he was much more looking for someone just to talk to and just to be there for him and just to hang out. It sounds like he wanted a full relationship. Yeah. I mean, that's what, Yeah. if there is a sexual component, yeah. 
but then most of it's his emotional component. Yeah, he wanted to be in a relationship with you. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, that was something that being so close to him and seeing everything mm-hmm. was not something that a lot of other people saw. Yeah. So there was a big part of me that just kind of felt bad. Yeah, of course. I was like, I'm leaving this guy for, well, like, obviously good reason. You can – I also want to validate for you. Like, you can be a straight man and be really close with someone and have, like – Yeah. Like – to have good friends, we have emotional intimacy with them. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And, like, you've devoted time, energy, you care about this person. It's just unfortunate that the other side was coming with this, like, unfulfillable thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I kind of knew that. But mm-hmm. I also, like, he'd never said that he was gay. He'd never expressed anything. The mo- the farthest he ever got was, like, well, if, if it happens, like, you know, I'm I'm up to exploring new things. If what happens? Sleeping with a guy or sleeping with you? Sleeping with a guy. Okay. Yeah. But he was like, no, I've never, I never have, but like. Do you believe that to this day? No. Of course not. I have much more knowledge now. Mm. What happens next? Yeah. Great question. Um, so we end up coming back together somehow. I think like one of the weird things was that every time I would tweet, I didn't have him blocked on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He would like it. That is really weird. But he didn't follow me. That's very weird. Like minutes after. And I was like, how's this happening? Every time I would like list something for sale, he'd be like, I'll take it. And I would ship it to him. No way. Yeah. He would just like buy it on my website. I think what's hard for me with this is like if I were like if it were a girl, we would be saying that this was creepy. Like like if this were my friend, I'd be like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's liking your tweets and not following you and yeah. trying to buy your stuff still like that's creepy wouldn't i mean i'm looking for no it totally is but like it totally is there is this double standard and like i like I, no it is creepy yeah i don't want you to like deny yourself the fact that like this was weird yeah it was it was very weird yeah i mean i have a few friends who were like you just gotta stop and get out of this mm-hmm. but it was also like it also came with the other side of like nice phone hmm Well, there also is a world where if you had signed up for this and if this had been presented to you as, hey, listen, I am a gay guy who's interested in you. I'd I'd take on sugar babies. I would like to be your sugar daddy. I'll give you X amount from this, like you in. That's a completely different situation. Yeah, it was very gray area in every kind of way. So a couple years later, we end up, I end up meeting again. Why? Why do you get yourself back into this? I have a bunch of questions. That For I him. answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I just need to know. Mm-hmm. I need to know everything. We're at a park. Madison Square Park. Mm-hmm. He's like, he finally admits that he's gay. And that he's like fully gay. He's not just like experimenting. And mm-hmm. he's always been gay. Wow. And that he was in the Marines. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's all these stories about him in the Marines. And, like, you know, like, his original story was that he had, a like, a long-term girlfriend that left him when he came back. Mm-hmm. That was not true. He had someone in the Marines that he was with who left the Marines. Mm-hmm. And just, like, a lot of things that would, that I don't want to get into because it's his of stuff. But a lot of things that it's like, yeah, like, you would end up very distrusting and very angry and bitter for these things happening to you and just like again and again and again i mean it's big of you to have so much empathy for him saying this stuff i mean i care about him Mm -hmm. i mean i think he's like are all of his intentions good i don't know but i still i still want him to be happy Mm -hmm. so i find out that he's, he's been gay the whole time 
And I find out he's always thought that my lover was my friend Max. Oh, he had a whole narrative yeah. that you were also gay, not yeah. admitting it to him, yeah. and that your friend Max was who you were yes. actually seeing. Yeah. So wait, when he said this to you, though, did he say, I know that he said, like, I'm gay, I've always been gay, blah, 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 but did he say, like, I, I had feelings for you that whole time? Yeah. Yeah, he kind of, like, he said that he always thought that I was gay, mm-hmm. and that he still thinks that I am, mm-hmm. and, you know, that I was with Max. Like I was shocked. I was shocked that he admitted all of it. And I was shocked that, like, he was so open about it so many years later. Mm-hmm. That being said, like, I think I was much older. Mm-hmm. I was, like, 20. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was much more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And he get, actually was like, what do you think I should do? And I, at this point, I think he'd gone to a little bit of therapy, which was something that I... I'm sorry, say therapy again? Therapy. Is that how you say therapy? Yes. Is that a New England thing or just, like, your I way don't of know. doing it? That's, I have no idea. Oh my god! I've never heard therapy? it like that. Therapy. Sarah, did you hear him say therapy? Yeah, I did. It's funny. How do you say it? Therapy. Therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he'd gone to uh, therapy, <laughs> and um, he just kind of like, I guess, found himself again. I think like, you really don't realize how much going to war. Yeah ruins you mentally yeah until you've witnessed it firsthand yeah and just like he's he's stopped drinking since Mm -hmm. and i think that that was a big part of it Mm -hmm. and uh he's he asked me like what he thought i should do what he thought what i thought he should do because his whole family does not think that he's gay and his whole family like refuses to believe it Mm -hmm. they're from south country in south america that i won't mention Mm -hmm. um but they're they're very, like, not open to that. And I was like, yeah, you should tell them. Because it seems like it's been eating you up for a while. Yeah. And he did tell them eventually. And they didn't believe him. And they still don't believe him. And it's been, like, a year since I had this conversation with him. And I've spoken to him since. And, like... You know, when you are gay, like, speaking for myself, there's always that person that you've realized that you're gay because of or with. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, the the end of the story is making me think of mine, and I'm going to connect this in a second. But, like, because I'm listening to this, I'm like, holy shit, was I that to her, you know? And the difference is I genuinely, in all of those moments together, didn't know I was gay. Didn't, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, the, the, he knew. Yeah, he knew. He was gay. He had had yeah. experiences. And so it's this, like, lying component, and that's the manipulation here. So where does your relationship stand with him now? Like Now, I'll see him every couple months. Actually, the last time I saw him, which was about a month ago, he was like, I have this guy at my work. And I'm, I, talk, I asked him if he wanted to hang out with me this weekend. Mm-hmm. And he said no. And then he was like, well, what if I buy you an Apple Watch? And the guy was like, yes. Oh, my God. And I was like, well, he said, do you think he's in it just for the Apple Watch? And I was like, yes, obviously. And he was like, I don't know. And he just like. That's so sad. And he knows it. That's you can so tell, sad. You can tell that he knows that he's, that he's, that all these people are in it just because he's buying them things. I'm like, you got to stop buying people stuff or that's all you'll be to these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a transactional relationship. Yeah. And I think it's 
more than anything, it's turned me off to buying people things. Yeah. Well, thank you for telling the story, Ari. Seriously. Thank you for having me on. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and follow the podcast wherever it is you listen to it so that we can bring you more unexpected stories by ordinary people. And if you didn't like the episode, forget what I just said and just please don't tell anyone. Also, I'm not sure I have this many places, but I I am always looking for new guests, new people with secrets and stories. And if you are one of those people or you know one of those people, please email me or have them email me at uh, please don't tell anyone pod at gmail.com. Or you can also DM me on Instagram or TikTok. There's no one else running this podcast but me, so if you contact me, I'll get it.